I'm Dr. Eileen Hale, the COO of Educators Worldwide. And this is our project, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, which we have been doing a series this month on games and gamification. Kira Sage is our secretary of our board on Educators Worldwide. And she also has her own company called Language Hack, working with tech executives in Silicon Valley, California. She's gonna be talking to us today about a special type of games that we can use called WordWall. So welcome, Kira, such a pleasure to have you here today. Hi there, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for your time and we're excited to hear about WordWall. Can you tell us what is WordWall? Because I think it's new for many people to hear about. WordWall is another online tool for made especially for teachers. And I'm really excited to talk about it. Um, it's wordwall.net. It's one of the few .nets out there. These days it's all .io, right? Right. <laughs> That's great. How did you even find out about WordWall? How long have you been using it? Well, of course, at the beginning of the pandemic, I realized that I needed to make that shift online and I needed to find things to engage my audience fast. All of my cards that I have, I had to convert them into some type of online game without using the screen share button over and over and over again. Um, so as I was stumbling through the different types of tools out there, like some Jeopardy games or flashcard games, I noticed WordWall. WordWall had a really different game offering than a lot of your Quizlet types or Kahoot types. Interesting. So don't, let's jump in. What does WordWall offer that's different from the ones you mentioned? So one of my favorites, should I reveal my favorite right away? Please. It's Pac-Man. Oh, how funny. So I love Pac-Man as a game, a learning game because it's either know your vocabulary, survive or die and get eaten by the Pac-Man monsters. <laughs> so this is one of my favorites. It works best with younger age groups or if you're an adult who loves gaming like I do, then it's great. You can put in sentences, whether you're trying to get words to fill in different gaps of sentences, or if you're looking for that, you can do vocabulary and meaning. The important thing that I stress with games is making sure that whatever you're trying to add to the game, that you're thinking about the game user, user interface in mind. Sometimes there's too much text. It's hard to read when you have a limited time frame to be successful as a player. Okay, great. So is this useful? You mentioned for all age groups? All age groups, because there's such a variety of different types of games you can make with WordWall. More than just Pac-Man, more than just flying an airplane and reaching the clouds, but you have to hit the right cloud or else your plane will go crashing. <laughs> um, there's also Whack-A-Mole there for split reactions. Okay. Make sure we're going to find everything with he, she, it. Is it eat or eats? You only have a second, whack the right mole. Oh, interesting, that sounds fun. Um, for my adults, what I like to do with them, sentence order is the trickiest one. Well, they have unscramble for that. Type in any sentence that you want. You don't need to think about how to trick the, 
the student. Usually when we're coming up with our own assessments, we have to think about, here's the correct answer. Okay, what's a plausible wrong answer? And we have to come up with all of that. It takes a lot of time, a lot of stress on us. Wordwall takes care of that, right in the correct sentence. And then it unscrambles it for you and the student has fun. You can choose different interfaces like jungle theme, cloud theme, typewriter theme, and make that suit and have suit your audience and so they can have the best learning experience. That sounds awesome. Can you do it like on live, so to speak, in the classroom? So say I had a student give me a, a sentence that was incorrect, the order of it. Could I just like type it into WordWall and then have the whole class try to figure out the correct order? Yes. Do it live in the class? What I like to do is at the end of a private language coaching session, I'll take all of the students' mistakes. I'll write them as is. I'll yeah. make a little emoji um, reminder for me that this is an incorrect one or this is one I think is really good. I usually use a fire emoji when it's awesome. It's lit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but for the incorrect ones, I'll simply type them into WordWall. I can just click on the incorrect word turn it into a close activity. And now they get to drag it, but it has fun colors. And of course, and um, sounds and animations for them to react to. Okay, do they have to have it on their computer or you could do it on your projector? In front You're of able to do this with sharing the screen. However, the, you, um, the student who's watching from another side of the video conferencing software won't be able to interact with it if you're doing a direct screen share. You can send them the link they can play with it as long as the game is made public. However, if you want to keep your games and your IP private, what you can do is you can assign it to your class and you can assign each game as homework. That's great too. Yeah. And then you can review it in class the next day. Yeah. So you can either turn these into fun assessments because the the game will tell them if they're right or wrong. There will be a leaderboard. You can make it um, a com competition in your class. Okay, the best one at this at their third person S gets to have an eraser. What other best teacher gift would we give? Okay, what other types of games do you do with WordWall? It sounds like it's pretty expansive, different types of games that are available on WordWall. Oh, yes. So let me just pull up the list so I can. So yes, Unjumble for sentence order is one of my favorites. Maze Chase, which is their version of Pac-Man is also a top favorite. I do like the random wheel, and this has a lot of different uses. But for example, if what I have for my younger students is I have something called name three. At that young age, they need to know a lot of grammar terms, nouns, verbs, adjectives, adverbs, oh my. And so what we can do is have a nice wheel, name three adjectives name three nouns and just have it spin. They land on it and see if they remember what that is and if they can pick up three. That's Eliminate great. it from the wheel and keep on spinning. That's great, yeah. For my adults, usually they want to master the art of small talk, get their favorite small talk topics. Okay, uh, current events, weather, sports, etc. Put them all on there, have it spin. 
Okay, it says we're going to talk about sports today. There is the traditional game show quiz if you wanted to have it a little bit like Jeopardy style or, you know, with the lights and flashing like that. There's that. Group sort I use from time to time, especially with time prepositions. Which one do you drag for in? Which one do you drag for on? That's very important and very useful for and because and yeah. And you can sort them into different categories and see if they can find any commonalities between the choices there. And for like reading and writing activities, is it useful? Reading and writing activities, as long as it's more of a vocabulary or you're only getting one-off sentences, that's good. If we're working with large paragraphs, this word wall is not the best choice for you. Okay, that's important clarification. Yes. <laughs> reading and writing this semester as one of my classes. So great. Uh, that's really helpful, I think, as a new game uh, activities for our listeners. Any summary tips you'd like to share for those who want to jump into it next week in their classes? How would you start if you'd never used this before? What's the easiest way to jump in? The easiest way to jump in is to go to wordwall.net, create an account, and have your vocabulary list handy. Take the words in the meetings or take your sample sentences and the whatever key feature you're trying to emphasize, whether it be present perfect or pronouns or whatnot, you can turn that into a close activity, a matching activity, whatever you think is best. Also, here are some things to keep in mind or be mindful of when creating your first games. Think about the visuals you use. Are you going to use the picture of a skyscraper for a building when you actually live in a place without skyscrapers? So making sure that the images you find on Google, if you want to use those links, um, try and make sure that they're relevant to your classroom. Or if not, use upload some of your own videos from, I'm sorry, upload some of your own photos from your computer. But they have photos readily accessible in the platform? You'll have to do a browser search and get the image from there. They will give you options to select from. Okay, great. Anything else to be mindful of? Yes, be mindful of the games per skill level, especially when you're going through the different learning phases. Uh, when we first get introduced to a concept, when we're still practicing and getting the concept down versus more review and mastery of concepts. So for example, there are some games that happen at slower speeds and where time isn't really of the essence. Those are great for our beginners. Let them experiment like the unscramble. If I, they can play with the sentence order a number of times and not feel pressured. However, when you get a little bit more advanced, like let's say the airplane game or the train game, the train game is a moving train, but there are balloons flying around with words on them. You must click the correct balloon, it'll pop and something will fall um, the box will fall into the correct train cart. So you're sorting, but you're reading all at the same time with a lot of moving text. That requires a lot of thinking and coordination, especially as a gamer. So use that as more of an, an advanced activity of whatever skill you're trying to build in your classroom. Really consider pacing of the game with your skill level. 
Then last that I emphasize so much because it's all about that user experience. Now, adults may be more flexible with different fonts that we can read. Sometimes there's a Western style font and it changes the letters drastically, or we can do more of a sans serif font where things are plain and clear and easier for students to read who are not so familiar with English characters. Um, really, you can choose these things in the game settings, and that makes it easier for the students to read and identify words faster. So think about text readability, what big words you're using, because on different games, it might expand the word, it might scrunch the word. So really think about that as the experience, because if the word is hard to read in general, then it's going to be hard to play the game effectively. And with yeah. that, we don't want to lower, we don't want to raise that A factor filter. I can't read the game. How am I supposed to? And now I'm a loser. Oh, and that's stress. So we can prevent all of that by making sure that we have great pictures, great text, and of course, the right speed at the right time. Fantastic. Those are all extremely helpful points and tips for our listeners to dive into WordWall. So thank you so much, Kira, for sharing this wonderful aspect of gaming or games with our audience. And I'm excited to try it myself. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. Let me help you make your first one. Okay, you're on. <laughs> I'd love to. Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate your time and look forward to having you join us again. Thank you so much for having me. Great to talk to you, Eileen. Likewise. Thanks, Kira. That was the end of this series on technology for the month of January, but Kira's episode was a great segue into next month, February, when we're going to be focusing on games. She happened to combine the two months between technology and games. So join us in February for a whole series on more games for our listeners. Thanks for joining us today. Follow us on our website, ttelt.org for prior and new upcoming podcasts, our Facebook, TTELT group, Instagram at t.ttelt, and Twitter at ttelt1. Thanks for joining us today. Mm -hmm.